With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, it is the kids' favorite time of year after the long winter. It is finally spring break. So if you're hitting the beach, retreating lakeside, or lounging at the pool, then get everything you need for your vacation at Macy's. Macy's has the cutest bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, and don't forget sunscreen. You can find everything you're throwing into your bag at Macy's. Plus, you can order online and pick up in-store or curbside or get same-day delivery. Head on over to Macy's.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you all heard about Squarespace? Their website helps you grow your business and takes the guesswork out of building a website. It's great. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. One of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it has never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Okay, season four, episode 19, Ashes of Dreams You Let Die. We're back to the depressing title. Jesus. Air date, May 30th, 2007. Uh, Nathan and Haley grow closer in spite of the recent scandal due to Haley's totally unreasonable reasonableness. And Brooke wonders if a spark might be rekindled with Chase. Peyton receives a tempting offer that would ultimately mm. take her away from Tree Hill. Mouth reconnects with Gigi while Lucas and makes a great stride toward uh, something emotional for him at school regarding Jimmy. And while Lucas tells Karen that Dan is a murderer, it sets off an explosive series of events. Director David Jackson. Wow. Explosive is right. Where do we even start? The Dan and Karen kissing at the beginning. No. Just. It was like the episode came on, like we fade out of black and they're making out and I felt like I got punched in the teeth. <laughs> 
But also, they're making out in Lucas's room. Like, yeah. I am in mm. a healthy marriage. I'm not hooking up with my husband in my child's room because that's a weird thing to do. It's weird. Yeah. Especially if you've had this history that is so sordid. And all of a sudden, it's like, well, Keith's gone. So, and not yeah. even gone for a major amount of time. All of it. All of it's off. That was rough. I I mean, Moira always shows up to work, man. Like, Mm. she is so good. Mm -hmm. She's so convincing. I feel for Karen in this scenario. I hate Dan Scott right now. I mean... Remember your reaction when he hit Lucas? Oh! Yes! You guys were like, ugh! It was so shocking and... I guess it shouldn't be given what we know about Dan and how violent he can be and how violent we've seen him be with Deb. But the fact that he's trying to pull one over on Karen and then Lucas hits him and he elbows him in the face. It was so brutal. Pure mm-hmm. reflex too. Oof. Like my son hits me, I'll hit him back. Ugh. But I didn't know how that. much more um, effective would it have been in the scene if he hadn't? hit Lucas and Karen watched him restrain himself. Right. Like in my mind, Mm. I don't care if my son hits you with a fucking baseball bat. You lay a finger on that boy. You are dead to me. Mm. And, and so like (laughs) the idea that Karen watched that and was like, boys, stop it. You guys are being unruly. She didn't say, don't touch my son. I was taken aback by her reaction. And I think what I liked about it as, as a viewer Mm-hmm. Is that I I didn't expect any of what happened in that scene. Yes. And it's nice to have no idea what's going on or what's going to happen. But man, again, just knowing everything we know about Dan, it makes me feel so Well, we got the good old fashioned Dan Scott double down, you know, when Ugh. when shit hits the fan and he has a choice to make to be a better human, he mm-hmm. always chooses to go further in the other direction. Deny, deny, deny. Yes, and how uncomfortable did it make you? Because the three of us have talked so much about this this roller coaster of narcissism and abuse that he drags people on, and he's been doing all this work to be like the best version of himself, mm. or so he wants to tell everyone. And then when he knows that his son knows what he did, he waltzes into that police officer's office with that swagger, oh, you know, you can't blame the boy. I'm dating his mom. Oh, it made me yeah. want to vomit everywhere. Paul is such a good actor. <laughs> it puts oh the viewer in Lucas's shoes because, to your point, we didn't mm. know anything. We could not have predicted anything that happened in that scene. Because mm-hmm. if you had asked me to put money on it, I would have been like, no, Karen's going to totally go batshit. If he mm-hmm. hits him, you know, like when Lucas comes to her with this stuff, obviously she's going to side with him. Yeah. And the betrayal that we see on Chad's face in those performances so is exactly how I felt. I was yes. just like, what? Like, I'm mad. <laughs> I'm mad yeah. about it. It's a great point. I did. He, he's such a good crier. Um, Chad, he did such a good job in that because, and you said it too, he looks like a five-year-old right now. Just yeah devastated that his mom didn't take his side that he finally he told the truth like he got to the bottom of it he found out and he was willing to say the hard impossible thing and then got shut down you know what i liked that they did for him and we've you know we've talked a bunch 
The folks at home, I feel like, now have drinking games for our buzzwords. And I know the misdirect is a buzzword, right? Oh, do we? Why, we have those? I <laughs> think we do. What are the rest? I think we've got, I think we do. I mean, we're doing no, it tonight. I'll play. Mm-hmm. But the, the, this is a really well done misdirect on the part of the writers and on the part of David Jackson, who directed this episode. Because when you watch Chad in that scene, Lucas and Karen are sitting there and he's, to your point, Joy, he's confessing it, right? He's finally saying the hard thing. But they gave him this dialogue that was really like out of focus. And he starts talking about a dream he had. And then the girl from the dream is real. And he finally found her. But now she's gone. He does sound like he's losing his mind. Yeah, yeah. And you get how his mother could think, oh, my God, my son is exhibiting signs of PTSD. He needs to go to therapy. And you see these two people miss each other in this moment. And it's heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. And Chad did such a good job of leaning into that, trying to find the words, and it looking like confusion. Mm -hmm. And I loved the way they both sold it because I believed them both. Yeah, Yeah. 100%. And he feels like he has nowhere else to go. Mm. Where's he going to go? I mean, Mm -hmm. Whitey. Whitey's the guy to go to. Yeah, if I were apparently. like Dan Scott pulled some shit, Whitey's my guy. Yeah, Absolutely. for sure. Yeah, I would go to Whitey before I go to the police. Yeah. Can, okay. Can I just say I do a whole TV show about that very thing about how yeah. people in positions of power in small towns can manipulate the judicial yeah. system, mm-hmm. and so watching this play out on an episode that aired in what year? Two thousand seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It. It's. It happens all the time. And it's usually people who have their economics or their race or their sexuality that are mm-hmm. being judged by the community at large. And mm-hmm. so to see Lucas Scott, all-American basketball player, put in that position is hopefully more people can see themselves in that and be like, oh, yeah. my God, how terrifying to go to the people that you think are going to help you and instead, they align themselves with power. Yeah. Mm, yeah, you just get gaslit. Oh, yeah. Oof. Dismissed. Just dismissed. They already had their answers. They don't need to reopen that can of worms. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. Dan walking into that office is mm-hmm. such an affront to what Lucas is trying to do. And then when the cop says, I was with your father outside the school, I had to tell him his brother was dead. And Dan has his whole sob story moment. You're just like, this is such a pinnacle of evil. It's so, but it's so human. Mm -hmm. Like we're looking at this on a level of murder, but (laughs) but we do it on a day-to-day basis. We have these choices all the time when it's not, the stakes aren't that high. You know, it's just so interesting to watch the different levels of human, like a human Mm -hmm. nature instinct that starts small. It doesn't start at murder. Dan Scott didn't start his life acting that way with horrible things. He started with the small everyday little decisions where it was like, do I save my ass or do I be honest and like do the uncomfortable thing that's going to make me look bad and people will think badly of me and I just can't risk it. There's too much at stake. I'm just going to do the one thing this one time that'll save my ass. And then you do it again and again and Mm -hmm. again and eventually you're there. And by the way, before you even get to the point where am I going to do the thing that makes people look at me like I'm bad? Am I going to admit where I'm bad? Am I going to admit where I'm flawed? 
Am I going to consistently align myself to power? It's like our whole country is having a conversation about white supremacy and how it makes everybody sick, including the people it supposedly benefits. And it's the same shit. Oh, I'm just going to turn my eyes. Oh, I'm just going to drive away. Well, it doesn't really affect my family. But the truth is it affects everybody. And it's really interesting, while that's not the specific conversation we're having, we are talking, to your point, Hillary, about what you do on your show. Small town, super rich white guy, comes from the sports world. Nobody's ever going to blame this guy. Mm -mm. And it's really interesting. And he says, this pains me. Mm. This pains me. Mm-hmm. I'm struggling here. You, how could you do this to me? Yeah. And mm. so regardless of what dynamic we're analyzing it in, the choice to always lean to aligning yourself with power, to aligning yourself to the person who you think can keep you safe, mm-hmm. I think that's such a, just a universal truism of the human experience. You said it, Joy. He's human. We're all human. Yeah. And to, to learn to undo that, is, you know, to swim upstream. And oof, it's weird from this vantage point in all of our lives when we're advocating in the world and doing all the things the three of us are doing, to watch it, I wonder if that's part of the reason it makes our skin crawl so much. Yeah, Maybe. It's, too, it's too close to home. It's yeah. too yeah. gross. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's I, good. Like I mean, it. I love a cautionary tale because we're all just a step away, you know, or two or three steps mm-hmm. away. We're all vulnerable to it at any given moment. That's why you have to be vigilant with yourself. But um, so I, yeah, as much as I hate Dan Scott, I'm also like, this is so fascinating to watch this kind of, I've said it before. It's fascinating to watch this character unfold. Mm. Um, but mm. now we've got Lucas in this boat where he's got to make a, a decision about what to do. Wait, I have a question. Is this the same police officer that just like congratulated Lucas for solving like the stalker Derek shit like remember there was a cop know. remember there was a cop that was like way to go kid you were right that guy is a creeper from be, the internet I, I wonder i didn't have a a moment of familiarity watching him but it's also been what three or four weeks since we've done an episode because yeah. people have been shooting movies Guys, and shows we got tired oh, of no. the hospitals and we're like we're gonna hang out at the precinct we got more hospitals coming up so i'm pretty sure yeah you're right they were like get us out of Oy. there for a little while Oy. okay we're we're really in the darkness let's pull up a couple things that are beautiful yeah we can hot we can hot seat them i loved everything about mouth i loved what he did with jimmy i loved everything joy about your storyline as Haley. yeah and trying to sort of mitigate your marriage and also your individual identity and the valedictorian speech. I love yeah. James's performance. I loved Barry coming in to yell yes. at him and rattle him and tell him to do the work. Where do we want to go? Yes. Happy stuff. Oh my gosh. Let's live in Nathan Haley land because Great. it's the nicest. Okay. It's, it's the, the happiest. Happiest, happiest yes. place. <laughs> Jinx. From zero to 60. Um, I loved it. I loved Nathan's hair. I loved... Oh, girl. <laughs> yeah. Pause. Pause. <laughs> For applause. Yes. <laughs> pause <laughs> for applause. <laughs> this is like, I mean, I've, I think I've said it before how much I love the little Elvis movie, that Austin Butler movie. My kid yeah. watched it 27 times. It's James so is giving very strong, like Elvis yeah. energy here. Mm. Very old movie star with that hair. Oh, yeah. So wild to have had him on the show and to have him say, oh, well, yeah, I started growing my hair out for the season five storyline. I was like, what? We all just thought you were like growing up and getting handsome. Being hot. <laughs> what are you talking about? 
whatever. He planned that out. It was great. It's interesting. It's definitely a very real thing to think about the person that you, whether it's your child or your parent or your spouse or your sibling, how their actions affect the people closest to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I mean, that's a really, that's tough. And I, I kind of could see it from both perspectives. Um, I mean, really, I think Haley still should have been allowed to give her speech, of course. Of course. But, um, yeah. but I could see why as an institution, you have all these other people to pander to and the people who are donating money. And it's just, it's, it's like a tough situation for the principal to be in. But I'm glad that Nathan did what he did and that uh, it was a good chat with Principal Turner. I thought he was very convincing. Mm-hmm. Um, he got a lot of play this episode. You know, like we've had Principal Turner for years, but mm-hmm. he really had a lot of work this episode mm-hmm. to yeah. play the back and forth. And the look on his face when Nathan was like, do you have a wife? And yeah. would you want her punished for something that you did? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what it boils down to. It's like, yeah. God, actually, that is the last person I would yes. want punished. Oh, L- literally yes. punish anybody else but her. Yeah. She's gold. Um yeah, what a heavy thing for a teenage girl to have to deal with. But I think well, it's her, I love that she's dealing with it so nicely while she's pregnant. I was like, this, she's being so reasonable. This is so bizarre. But actually, I guess when you're, you've got so many other crazy things happening in your life, at some point, you just kind of throw your hands up and you're like, eh, you know, whatever. I'm just going to take everything as it comes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and Haley's on the precipice of this Im- enormous life shift and and you have that bit of dialogue about it saying it's just a it's just a speech it's just a moment high school's about to be over yeah i'm paraphrasing a little but you know and i think what's interesting about it and what i like and in the ways that we talk about look if we talk as we all have about sexism in the workplace harassment Mm -hmm. the things women face it can't just be us who talk about it we need men to talk to men about it yes and I really was impressed that in an episode of television that aired in 2007, we were modeling the thing that happens all the time, where yes. women are blamed for the bad behavior of their spouse. This doesn't happen to men. If a woman goes off and does something, people are like, well, that guy's wife. But if a guy does something, they're like, well, what was his wife doing? You know, we've seen this play out over and over again on large and small national global scales that our little teen TV show in 2007 had a man. Haley didn't have to go do it. The man went in and said, you don't punish my wife for what I did. She has nothing to do with this. What a thing to model, by the way, not just for teenage boys, but for grown ass men. I love it. Yeah. I like that he did the cleanup, but I didn't love that Haley was like, it's okay. Like, yeah. I didn't feel like it was okay for Haley. I wanted her to be allowed to model being mm. upset. Yeah. You know, and be like, God damn it, I worked, you know, 12 years for this. 12, my whole life I've worked yeah. for this. And I'm still that Victorian having gone on tour and being yeah. pregnant. I'm doing yeah. it with like crazy obstacles. Yeah. yeah. I, there just wasn't room for it in the, I think realistically there wasn't room for it in the episode. There were just too yeah. many other ups and downs. And we've already seen Haley be, you know, with the porn tape and all, or the the sex tape or whatever that, you know, she was like reasonable about. I mean, you're not allowed to be emotional. Then, right. <laughs> yeah. So at this point it's like, okay, I guess I just had to lean into, I'm about to have a baby. I can't let this kind of stuff freak me out. I'm just going to have right. to go with it. So, right. 
But I agree. It would have been nice to see that. Like a moment with your girlfriends. Just yeah. like this motherfucker. Yeah, not just in the hall with Turner <laughs> saying, I've worked really hard for this. Like, come on. But with us, but I think you're right, Joy. We're, we're getting into those end of the season episodes where they're cramming so much in. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you said it, Hill. If you had an issue, you'd go to Whitey. But Lucas can't go to Whitey because Nathan and Whitey have a whole storyline. And Haley yeah. and Whitey had a great, great scene. Yes. And, but like, that's the the Naley and Whitey. And then you and I are having the boy drama with Lucas and Chase. Mm-hmm. So so the writers didn't give room for Haley to come to Peyton and Brooke with valedictorian stuff. It's like they were trying to just cover all the bases. Yeah. And, and I'm sure there were scenes that got cut because there always were. Well, whether you like fresh-faced, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I use it every day. So does my daughter. It's the one in the turquoise tube all over your socials. Yes. Obsessed with this, you guys. Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademark formulas, and uncompromising standards. It's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I'm wearing it right now. I, I really do put it on every morning because it's so easy. It just comes right off with water. So I don't have to worry about like getting those raccoon lines under my eyes. No, I have a little bag. And after I take my kids to school, I just sit in my car. And what I love about their kits is that it's so easy. It's like four products and you look like a brand new awake woman. <laughs> awake. What a novel awake. idea. <laughs> I love it. The Liquid Lash Mascara lasts all day without clumping, smudging, or flaking. And the flake-free tubing formula dramatically lengthens and defines your lashes from root to tip. It really does look like lash extensions, you guys, without the damaging glue or the salon prices. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at Thrive Cosmetics dot com slash drama that's thrive cosmetics c-a-u-s-e see what they did there m-e-t-i-c-s c-a-u-s-e m-e-t-i-c-s dot com slash drama for 20 percent off your first order oh you'll know real when you get it because it'll say ebay authenticity guarantee and you will feel it Ooh, maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. And when it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, Shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Yeah, because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. 
Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric. Cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Well, it was a big yearbook episode. It was big for Brooke and Chase. My God. Ooh. Yearbooks. That was the most high school thing that happened in this episode for sure. Yeah. For I sure. loved the yearbooks. Do you guys still have your yearbooks? I do, actually. Uh, I still have my yearbooks. I was the editor of my yearbook. Oh, of course you were. I loved the yearbook. My, of course. This sensitive Sally's nostalgia in the year 2000, graduating high school, ran so deep, you guys. Yeah. I cried in the yearbook office multiple times because I was just so overwhelmed with what it meant for our lives. <laughs> yeah. Guys, my student <sighs> government sponsor came and spent the weekend with me. Mrs. Johnson was here. And when I tell you that she and I polished off a bottle of bourbon going through the yearbooks and her yes. telling me all the shit I didn't know. I was oh like, God. who is kissing who and what? We never think about that. Like teachers oh. that might be making out Guys, with teacher each other. drama. Teacher sh- Teacher rules. drama. <laughs> I, I love, love, love the fact that like our teachers aren't that much older than us. Like we're yeah. the age that she was when she was teaching me, which blows my mind. And hearing all that stuff from her perspective, she's like, oh, yeah, we definitely knew whenever you were making out with your boyfriend in the hallway. And we knew exactly what you were doing at any given time. Um, that It's so fun to look at in hindsight. And a yearbook is something that really gets a bad rap as being kind of cheeseball. And it's like, oh, you're such a nerd for caring about school. Um I love those things. I've lost them. So many classmates. And it's so nice, like in this episode, to go back Mm -hmm. and like they're captured forever. You know, Mm -hmm. they'll live forever in this like little dumb bubble we have of memory. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm I'm pro yearbook. I love the yearbook. Me too. I, I think there's something so special. That was the stuff that got me in this episode. You know, when we were watching it, the three of us yeah. were like, what does this episode want to be? But the mouth standing up for Jimmy and being sweet to Gigi and like them connecting over how as kids they could memorialize someone and process and, mm-hmm. you know, him getting on the table and giving that speech because he wanted to give it to his mom. Like, oh, that got me. me. Those so are so emotional. Yeah, they're important moments. What a gift. You know, <sighs> What I was thinking about when I was watching that was, you know, from an outside perspective, 
today, and maybe even then, I mean, I think it would be considered deeply offensive to any victims of Jimmy's, like that that went through the trauma of that experience, like for anyone to speak of him with kindness. Mm. That's, that's where we're living right now. Um, And I just think like, is it, is it fair? And clearly I don't think it is because, and I think this episode showcases it beautifully to just wipe somebody out because of one terrible choice. I mean, there was a book written about the Columbine boys um, that talked about they were two very different kids um, and one of them was more troubled than the other and led the other down a really dark path Mm. and their mothers have been very uh, communicative with people because I think they Mm. feel beholden to the community to explain why things happen the way they happened. Mm. Um, And maybe because it was the first like really big one, really bad mm-hmm. one that we all talked about it and and could explore the humanity mm-hmm. of those kids in a way that now it's just a flood. It's like yeah. a flood now. Like how do you wrap your head around any of that? Yeah. Well, and the I domestic also, violence mm-hmm. portion is a huge point. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Soph. But I also think that something that's really important to remember, like when you talk about how Essentially, we, the audience, are Lucas's ally in this. We've been Jimmy's ally in this whole story. Right. We, as an audience, know who Jimmy is. We know that he got in a really bad way, that in this storyline, he fell into a depression. You know, and we've talked about, you know, just to be clear, in case you missed the episode, we've talked about the fact that that's not what mass shootings are. They're different. They're their cultivated, you know, anger, violence, supremacy, domestic violence, all of that that happens to boys. They're being groomed online for this. Well, that was the thing we complained about in the school shooting episode. Yes. So I, I feel like it's important just to repeat again in case anybody missed that recap. But I think that's the difference to your point, Joy, is like I, I would imagine for a parent of a kid who commits an atrocity like that today, they think about their eight-year-old and their 10-year-old, and they don't understand how that kid became the 16-year-old who's a mass murderer. Yeah. I think there's also for us as an audience here, because we knew Jimmy and we've known the whole time that Jimmy didn't do it. He didn't kill anybody. He did a terrible thing and he made a terrible mistake. But Jimmy's not a kid who decided he was an incel and he was being wronged by society who walked into a school with a weapon of war and murdered 22 people. Like, the chasm is so different. And that's why I I wonder, because I was wondering the same thing, like, watching it, I wonder if because we have the, we have the answers as the, as the viewers of this show, where we can say, it's so meaningful that we see Mouth fight for the best memories of his best friend instead of letting him, to your point, be sort of wiped out in the worst thing he ever did. Yeah, But I wonder how much grace we're willing to feel for that because we know that he didn't do Columbine or Parkland or, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I really question that. Right. But where's the line? And, and I don't know the answer to this, but mm. it, that begs the question, where's the line? Peyton mm-hmm. got shot. If she had died, would then it be okay? We would feel differently. 
Would we, or would it, would we still know Jimmy and know that he, you know, went through this bullying experience and, and felt devastated and mm-hmm. got mentally ill and troubled and, you know, like yeah. where, where is the line for that? And again, I'm not trying to ask for an answer. If you have one, great. I don't have one. I just think it's interesting to think about those things and to be intentional about the thought mm-hmm. process of those things. Well, and it's a good question for us to be asking, like to, yeah. in, to interrogate ourselves. Yeah. And, we, know, and I, it's something our show does really well is empathy and forgiveness. Um, like that's a, that, that to me is a really radical form of forgiveness. The what mouth did it's outrageous. And when you put it in a context, I read this article, it was a, a father who, um, did this big interview about how his son moved back in with him and his wife and his son got sucked into that QAnon world. Yeah. And he was like, my kid, I don't know who he is anymore. Mm-hmm. He's violent and he's angry and he's scary and he's combative, but I know my kid is in there. I know my kid is in this person. And, and he can tell you, cause it happened to his son in his early twenties. He can see where his son changed. And so to your point, I wonder how we can figure out, like, is it possible to put a line in the timeline of a human and mourn who they were before they were indoctrinated or radicalized or whatever? And and I imagine how could there not be for the people in, in their lives? And to your point again, Peyton was shot. Jimmy isn't faultless, but he didn't murder Keith and... And I think when you're the viewer and you know people, you're willing to breathe some room into their life in a way that is harder now when everything's like 200 characters on the internet and you see a headline and, you know. Or when you don't know someone, you didn't grow up with them, you don't have memories with them. I also think that redemption, healing, healing from trauma, that's a community project. I think so many people struggle and fall apart when they're isolated, when they're alone. We evolved in groups. We evolved in villages. Yeah, that's like, smart. Yeah. We, we need each other. And the isolation, part of how people become radicalized, part of how these school shooters become who they are, is they're isolated and yeah. then they're vulnerable. Yeah, that's any cult any, anywhere. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And, and while I don't have, I don't know anyone who has been in my life and then been the cause of someone's death. Some of the most powerful and profound experiences I have had in my life are sitting in maximum security prisons with the anti-recidivism coalition and having some of the most empathetic, emotionally intelligent, vulnerable and, and like charged exchanges and experiences with men who have killed people. And who in prison have had finally access to trauma therapy, to mm-hmm. group therapy, to group healing projects, and who have understanding of what they went through as kids and how they became the people that they were and how they were in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong information, and who have such immense passion for healing work for other people because they know what it's meant for them. And they have friends who have not had access to it. And mm-hmm. it's about the access and the privilege to the access. And and I, the first time I was in one of those environments was when I was deeply in process of my own post-traumatic stress. 
I really struggled to be in rooms filled with men like that. And I was like, oh, I, I've just had one of the most profoundly healing experiences for myself as a woman in this group. And this man, James, who I will never forget, who was, you know, 6'5 and probably weighed 350, maybe 400 pounds. When I thanked him in this group conversation for offering that to me, started to weep and said my whole life, I've only been told that because of my size and because of the way I look, I was a weapon. And that I could make this tiny little woman who I didn't know an hour ago feel safe. Changes my life. And like, we just sat and cried together and held each other. And I was like, I wouldn't have known this about any of you had I not been here to witness you. But I don't think anybody can heal or anybody can be redeemed if they don't have access to a community that gives you another option. And that's where I think we struggle as a society. How do we create new systems? How do we show up for people better? It's part of, you know, to take it all the way back, it's part of what you're doing with your show, Hill. It's like, if you create another doorway and imagine what happens when there's a door number four to walk through and all you've ever had your whole life are the first three. I mean, it, it. what you're describing is exactly what this episode does. Everybody else is healing in community and mm. is teaming up in different ways. Mm. You finally see Brooke and Peyton together again. You see Nathan and Haley together again. You see Mouth and Gigi together again. And Lucas is on his mm. own. He's alone. And he yes. is the one who ends the episode with a fucking gun. Yes. Like, that's insane. You're so Ooh. smart, Hillary. Way to bring it back around. That's right. That's exactly right. Our executive producer, Gal. He's all by himself, and that makes you act irrational. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. If he had talked to the girls, any of the girls, Haley, Brooke, Peyton, his brother, if he talked to anybody, he would not have ended up with that gun in his hand. Yes. And you know what? You're reminding me of something. Joy, when you guys did that scene together, when nobody knows where Lucas is, and then suddenly he's at school— with you in the hall and you give yes. him the yearbook and he's acting like everything's okay, it made me so uncomfortable. I felt the same way. I was oh. like, why is he being so normal? It's, right? it's abnormal. Yeah, he's acting like there's nothing wrong. Everything's totally fine. It was creepy. Yeah. But and that- that's why, because that's what happens when you isolate. You mm-hmm. you mask and you pretend like everything's normal. Everything's fine. Mm. Mm, broke Ooh. my heart. This is dredging up some major things for us. Yeah, guys, my it, God. that was dark darkness. Uh, you know it's not dark. Peyton's Bermuda shorts, dumb little Bermuda shorts. <laughs> I'm the only person not Bermuda shorts. Wait, no, you were wearing jeans too. We escaped the curse of the Bermuda short. <laughs> we did. It was Brooke and Gigi in the Bermuda yeah, shorts. Yeah, Brooke and Gigi. <laughs> and by the way, you guys, I talked about this with the girls when we were watching the episode. Not only am I wearing tight little black Bermuda shorts with heels, but that blouse that they gave me was obviously too small for me. Like. It barely covered my chest and they couldn't get the buttons closed on the sleeves on my arms. So they just cut them off. So the little (laughs) arm sleeves are just flapping around. (laughs) It was a cute little Victorian top. The important part was the part we were all looking at. The bosom was on point. Oh my God, it was out of control. And you talked about this recently. Like we got into this place where they were giving everyone a color. Like couples had a color. So for whatever reason, I had to wear like plum. (laughs) 
You and Chase were burgundy. Uh, they were like, we know you don't have, we don't have this shirt in your size, but you're going to wear it and we'll just cut the sleeves open <laughs> to make space for your arms. <laughs> and we're going to give you pants that so badly want to be cigarette pants, but they oh, just can't they make it. They just don't go all the way down. It's like they're almost Audrey Hepburn, but they're the Bahamas in the 80s. Oh my God. Where did we even find those things back then? Was that at the know. mall? Was it everything? Oh Banana Republic? It was trendy. That's why it was very trendy. It was the limited two, mm, which if yes. you're reading the cut is back. Yeah. Is and the journalists, really? Oh, the journalists that are our age are like, please, no, don't bring the bedazzled like rhinestone limited why two tees back. Don't do it. And the kids are doing do it. That? They're doing it. Are you kidding me? I am not. No. I'll send you an article. Oh, you'll know real when you get it. Because it'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you will feel it. Ooh, maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. And when it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Yeah, because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. What is better than a beach vacay? An all-inclusive beach vacay with Cheap Caribbean Vacations, of course. Cheap Caribbean gets you more food, more drinks, and more fun for less. Plus, you can score $175 instant savings on beach favorites in Mexico, the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, Aruba, and the Bahamas for even more awesome savings. Book by April 1st, 2024, and learn more about doing your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Call it power, you guys. Yay. I love this. Your whole life you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you needed to be. It is 
Kala Power. I love this name. I do too. Kala Power is the brand that powers the food you crave with ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. If you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of the Kala Power's thin and crispy stone fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kala Power's chicken tenders are made with real, all natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. Oh, and that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, you can dig in with Kala Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kala Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free, always, and ready in minutes. Most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kala Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatkalapower.com to find them in a store near you. Kala Power. Crave on. I will say, my outfit aside, I had such a, you know, sometimes we'll talk about how you have a visceral sense memory. You watch a scene and you go, oh my God, I remember this. They, I remember feeling so just like, ugh, about the way they put Brooke through the ringer in the Brooke Nathan Haley storyline with Peyton and the tape and the thing and. I just didn't like it. It made me feel uncomfortable. I like that she won't even, she calls it, and the thing. She won't even say sex tape. She's just like, and you know, that that little tiny thing that happened. The thing. (laughs) Would sooner die. Don't want to talk about it. You know, like, (laughs) I don't know. Yes, we do our jobs as actors and we play what's on the page, but that doesn't mean we're comfortable with it. No, it was so cringy. It was so icky. And I don't know. There was just something watching these scenes talking about the yearbook and what was going to go in the yearbook and Mm -hmm. who has feelings for who and, you know, bringing you the two index cards with like my options for the, for the yearbook inscriptions. It just made me feel this like sweet, like just warm chested feeling of nostalgia of like, Oh, it's so sweet. It's sweet to just flirt and wonder and, and kind of go there and say, I, I really have feelings for you, but then sort of pull back and see if they respond. I I just loved it. Oh my gosh. And the writing, like pouring your heart out in his yearbook and then having him only write you a sentence. It's such a boy in high school thing to do. Oh, Oh, how many times did I have moments like that? Yeah. (laughs) Kills me. Call me, please. Call me over the summer. Please, please. Call me, call me. Here's my number. I just remember filming those scenes and like they'd end and I could feel that like my face was flush Mm -hmm. and... And I was just like, oh, this is real. Like, this is real girl giddiness. And it felt really nice, you know, again, going through the, you know, the teen drama ringer to, like, give Brooke just a little moment of, like, sweet, giddy fun. Because the way that Chase looks at Brooke is it's it's innocent. He's not lecherous Mm -hmm. at all. He's, like, too big. He's He's got a baby face, you know? Like, he is not trying to get in her pants. He yeah. is trying to make out. He wants to connect. Yeah, he really wants to make sure boy. he's not going to get hurt yeah. again. Do we have a drinking tally on <laughs> like how many times Chase says, I got hurt really bad. That's the one. I, don't get- <laughs> I loved your commentary when he when he answered your Brooks question about why did you leave? Why did you join? What is, was it leave or join? Why did you leave? Cle- oh, <laughs> when Brooke's all like like why chase leave clean teens and he's like I just I didn't want girls to 
keep chasing me. They just, <laughs> all these girls have to beat them off with a stick. And if I, if I said I was a virgin, they'd just leave me alone. Like, Maybe they'd think I wasn't cool and they wouldn't try to oh use me my for my God. body. His excuse for joining clean <laughs> teens was that the girls wouldn't leave him alone. Yeah, he was just too hot. I was too hot. I got to go join this weirdo club so that but the I- chicks think there's a flaw. There's no flaw otherwise. Come on. But I love Uh, this. I do. This is the first time I have to say that I've actually noticed and like liked Chase for no other reason. Like not because I didn't, I think I just was focused on other storylines and I know Coletti was with us for a while and I I guess I just kind of brushed over it. But in this episode, I was like, oh, you know what? He is really sweet. He's not Mm. like a Felix or like uh, Mm -hmm. any of these, even Lucas, who is always so confused and conflicted. He's just so sweet and sincere and I love that for Brooke. Wait, wait, wait. Because when you were like, I've always not noticed him. I'm like, duh, because Haley has Nathan. D- do you feel like, do we think, I've literally never thought this until this moment. What? Forgive me, I'm trying to find the words. Are you responding, are girls responding in this episode to Chase beginning to like give a little bit of the Nathan vibe? Like just a good guy who wants to learn to be Put vulnerable the for the right girl. Oh, is that yeah. what that is? It's got to be because that's what every girl says. I mean, most girls in high school anyway, it's what they want. All right. right. If you're not um, looking for a guy with a motorcycle. Well, <laughs> cut me out of that. That's all I want. <laughs> um, I'm in a garage right now with like six motorcycles parked next to me. <laughs> What I what we did say while we were watching the episode is like the boys are working overtime in this episode. They are yeah. all as senior year is ending saying the right thing. And yeah. so if that's just so kids at home learn how to articulate like, yes, I'm happy for you. You deserve this nice thing. Yeah. The way Lucas great. does that for you. I loved that. You and you said it. Yeah. He says every right thing. That's yes. it. It's not that hard. Don't be selfish. Don't freak out. Mm-hmm. Guys, as a viewer. Like, not as Hillary Burton, who participated in this show, but as a viewer who has not watched this since probably it originally aired, if I even watched it then, mm. that was the most attractive Lucas has ever been to me. Because wow. he sounded like my husband. Yeah. And, like, that, it was what he said was so, like, you're going to go kick ass. And I'm not going anywhere. So go, yeah. like, make the world yours. Yeah. It was so firm. There was nothing like passive aggressive about it. Mm-hmm. I loved I loved Chad's delivery. I loved it was just clean in a way that I think teenagers can be really confusing to one another. Like you can say yeah. like, yeah, you should go do that thing. And it's like, but that but you didn't mean that, did you? Yeah. I absolutely believed Lucas. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved that even though he was going through all of that. I guess maybe it was because he was dealing with something so huge. I'm glad he didn't compound the issue and suddenly make it more about him. He really was yeah. just solely focused on his mom and mm-hmm. this catastrophic new information. Um, so I liked that. I liked that he just was able to put himself aside and give you what you needed. You know what I mean, he too? was doing a different TV show this episode. You know, like Peyton's all like, I'm going Completely. to LA with Brooke. We're going to party. We're going to have the yeah. best summer ever. Getting tan. And he's like doing crazy shit. He's doing training I'm going to commit a murder. Murder. Wait, I'm realizing as you, as you say that, as a viewer 
who has watched the Nathan and Haley dynamic and watched the the Peyton and Lucas dynamic, it's almost like, and yes, that Chris Keller was conflated in Haley's dream. <laughs> but but as viewers, we're getting to see Lucas say to Peyton what we kind of wished Nathan had said to Haley, like, go, I'll Ooh. be here. You know, he came, he came, he drove to the show and then you went on stage and then he was gone. Like, yeah. and we were all so like, don't do it. Stay with her. She's your person. <laughs> and so I wonder if there's also a little bit of this idea that these boys are learning lessons. Cause you said it, Joy, like this really is an episode about these boys and what they're going through yeah. and their dad, you know, being the puppet master. Like, I wonder if part of the reason it feels so special because yes, Peyton deserves it. And for us as viewers, we're like, finally, one of the boys did it right. You know, dude. Yeah. He said all the right things. Yeah. That's gross. It is. It is. Cause Lucas before would have been like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to need some time alone to think about this. He's historically been kind of needy. So yeah. Yeah. It was nice. But again, you know, he was a little distracted with, you know, the whole murder of his uncle. I just, like, what he had to jump between in this episode was bananas. I loved his last scene, though. Just, I mean, as an actor, wow. Yeah, he did a good job. He did such a good job. I felt worried. I'm still worried for Dan because we don't know. know what happened. Yeah. You know, it's like kind of like, you didn't, well, it's like you don't think Lucas has it in him. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like. There's no way that little punk kid would shoot his dad. You know, we've seen yeah. Dan strangle him. Yeah. We've seen Dan assault multiple people. We saw Dan hit him in the face at the beginning of the episode. And so how far can you push this kid? We Oh, yeah, we've seen Dan kill his uncle. Yeah. How far do you push this kid? Um, yeah, God. I can't believe this wasn't our like season finale. You know what I mean? It definitely feels like a season finale. It's weird that we're just like left in limbo. We'll get there next week. Yeah, but this season was bananas. Like yeah. really think about it. It became so violent this year in a way that I don't think yeah. it was in years past. Mm-mm. No. What was happening in pop culture that was so violent that they were like, you know what we need? Guns. I think we were just, I think we were just constantly under the shadow of, or the fear. I don't even know what the word is. We were under the pressure uh, to perform in the same way as like Gossip Girl and the OC and all these shows that were in the Vampire Diaries and the stuff that was like really heightened. I think that was it, right? That has to be it. At least those guys had like supernatural elements to their show. You know what I mean? Like yeah. ours yeah. is crazy violence in a small town with like well, that's bookies what I mean, in the sh- city. Yeah. Oh. Our producer is texting us in our chat that the Virginia Tech shooting was in April 2007. I mean, Oof. that was after we shot this though. Guys, I, in season yeah. three, I thought the school shooting episode was our one and done with like the yeah. crazy gun stuff. And that just keeps going. Yeah, we yeah. thought it was going to be like... Uh, a commentary on something that happened. We didn't know it was going to happen and ramp up in the way that it did. But but you're right. I I almost feel like because some of the supernatural shows and then some of the more intensely pushing the line shows were going so crazy, the folks behind the scenes on our show felt like we had to keep up. That's what I was trying to say. Yes. <laughs> right? And like 
we do what we do really well. And I think luckily by, you know, four years into doing this, we're established enough that we know how to perform around these weird, you know, it's like they've taken the hula hoops we're jumping through and set them on fire. (laughs) People are figuring it out, but it's like, it's on fire. It's really, it's so very intense. And I am curious. I mean, I, I will admit, and I don't know if you guys felt this way, but when we were watching, you know, it's so bizarre that Lucas gets a gun from Deb and thank God for Barbara Allen Woods just committing to mm-hmm. out of nowhere Deb's yeah. Deb's loopy and she's got a gun. Like nobody knows why that's happening. In the she, tamale jar. Yeah. Yeah. Was it a jalapeno or a tamale? I don't know what, what the, it was. I just I I also like that they put two cookie jars on the counter. Yeah. How did he know which one to go in? Why wasn't it the pumpkin? But, Were they staggered between all the lamps? <laughs> Probably. But it, I think there was a lamp next to the pumpkin. But truly, it's like, it's so weird. Thank God Barbara committed. But yeah, it's just this wild thing that they make him do. But in that scene, I thought, well, here's this teenage boy and he's having this really intense moment and he knows what happened and nobody's listening. It works. The panic is ensuing. Fine. I did not remember that he pulled the trigger, you guys. I didn't either. Same. Oh. Yeah. Like, like I legitimately have no idea what we're going to see next episode. No I idea. Don't Did he miss? Did he shoot the wall? Like, what happened? Like, guys, no idea. can people at home tell us if you, I mean, I guess if you've seen the show multiple times, you remember, but guys, I don't know what the show is right now. <laughs> it's also like, the, either way, it's going to be shitty because if he, if he shoots Dan, then there's all kinds of repercussions. But yeah. if he misses at such close range, <laughs> he's a really terrible shot. <laughs> Join the stop. He's he's gonna be embarrassed. Shame, shame. No, but okay. So here's the thing, though. With all the crazy, crazy, crazy stuff in this episode, mm. I think what our leadership was forgetting is that the best scenes the quiet ones and the nice ones and it was the scene where mouth took the yearbook to jimmy edwards mom Mm. that is (sighs) where was her emmy like Mm. that was so beautiful so and nuanced and all of us started crying we Mm. should write her a note on drama queen stationery to tell her how much we appreciate that performance yeah yeah but wait you guys yes we need to get her on the show and I'm having an oh my God moment because we're saying we have no idea what's coming next. But I just looked at my notes. I was like, maybe there's a clue on these 18 post-its on my desk. Nathan's gone to bat for Haley and she's giving that valedictorian speech. Oh yeah, I know what's coming. I know I for know. a fact that everyone is in that gym graduating. So what the hell happens to Lucas firing a gun at Dan while Karen has passed out pregnant that, oh, yeah. in, that in the next episode, maybe it's the last one. I don't know. But in the next two episodes, we're all just in our little blue cap and gowns, clapping for yep. Haley, giving her cute <laughs> little speech. Like, what is okay, our show I right now? Okay, I feel relieved now. I needed this relief because, guys, I'm serious. Like, the, the acid in my throat. Oof. <laughs> this is giving you heartburn? <laughs> I need to know what's going to be okay. What's going to happen? Hillary needs two Toms and a glass of water. You know, maybe it's the heightened stuff that they did that, also made the smaller moments stand out more. Yeah. That's true. They're diamonds. Yeah, that's true.
Oh, you'll know real when you get it. Because it'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you will feel it. Ooh, maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. And when it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Yeah, because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Call a power, you guys. I love this. Your whole life you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you needed to be. It is Call a Power. I love this name. I do too. Call a Power is the brand that powers the food you crave with ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. If you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of the Call of Power's thin and crispy stone fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Call of Power's chicken tenders are made with real, all natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. Oh, and that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, you can dig in with Cauliflower's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Cauliflower, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free always, and ready in minutes. Most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Cauliflower's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcauliflower.com to find them in a store near you. Cauliflower. Crave on. Okay, we do have a listener question from Sierra. Do you think We've it's talked- the Sierra? Oh my God, could you imagine how cool it would be if it was? Yeah, she's a huge She's drama so queens cool. fan. I oh. know it. 
<laughs> she, she can come on our show anytime. Sierra, our idol, asks, you've talked many times on the show about how the parents aren't featured much and don't get any history. And the ones that are shown frequently are underutilized. If you could give one of the parents a backstory or a history, what would it be? Oh, I would love to see a whole, like literally I would love to see a whole TV series on Dan's childhood. I love an mm. anti-hero. It's like the Penguin or Joker. Yeah. 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 The Joker. I could watch that movie so many times. Yes. I'm so fascinated. It's yeah. like the, the, the kid that wanted to be a psychology major in me. I want to, I want to watch that. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. imagine if you watched a show about two brothers and one grew up to be the Riddler and one grew up to be Batman, you'd be like, obviously. Obviously. How fun. Yes. You should pitch that somewhere, Sophia. Okay. You heard it here first, kids. <laughs> Ta-da! We're going to the comic books. They're related. As I'm watching Karen and I'm like seeing the the Lucas Payton relationship, it's just now dawning on me after all of these years that Karen, who does not have a mother and father and who has no siblings mm. and is this like lone wolf girl. Yeah. is Peyton Sawyer. Like, they're the same person. And wow. it's only Whoa. now just making sense to me. Wow. That's so interesting. But we'd never, ever find out why Karen doesn't have a family or any friends. Like, never. not yeah. one. Never. Like, who was Karen's Brooke Davis in high school? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Because I, I will tell you, single moms can't make it without friends. You yeah. can't. Exactly. And like, she was homecoming queen. She was on the cheerleading mm-hmm. squad. Your friends don't ditch you. Like, That's cheerleading runs deeper than Dan Scott. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but this is one of the things that's frustrating about television is, look, shows have, they got the budget they have. And often writers aren't thinking, well, you know what we're going to do? We're going to invest in one, one of our two male leads, we're going to invest in his mom's friends. We're going to see these people. And especially, you know, actors, let's be honest, like we're trying to find regular jobs. It's hard to have a job where you get an episode here and an episode there. If you're semi-retired and you happen to live in the filming town where it's happening, cool. But I think it gets really tricky. We know how it is to lose characters to booking shows. You know, we yeah. did it on this show. And... You can never ask someone to stymie their career to be able to show up only when you need them. I love that word. Man, it would have been so cool. Stymie is a nice word, isn't it? It would have been so cool to figure out because there's so much incredible, you know, theater and improv and local talent in Wilmington. I would have loved to see some time with Karen's like cheer squad friends and the ones who turned their back on her and the ones who stayed and how they heal as adults, like, oh, that would have been so cool. Oh, yeah. There's a whole show somewhere. Right? Like, what if Glenda's mother was actually one of Karen's friends in high school? Oh! You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why she's yeah, fixated sure. on being popular and stuff, you know? Yeah. What's our honorable mention? I mean, Jimmy's mom, right? Oh. Yeah. Mrs. Give Edwards. her the trophies, man. She yeah. was so wonderful. And just what she communicates, her looks, her moments. It's really incredible when you watch somebody who doesn't say much but says everything with their face. Yeah. Renee Vincent. Remarkable. 
Renee Vincent. That was such a remarkable performance. And mm. yes. we got so lucky with our talent mm-hmm. in North Carolina. The people that came to play with us made us better. And so I'm so happy that Lee got to have that moment. You know, mm-hmm. he had to do a lot of really questionable stuff this season with the Rachel stuff and the Shelly stuff and yeah. even the Gigi stuff, you know. And yeah. for him to have this really sincere, genuine moment with a very talented actor. Yeah. Awesome. Extremely talented. Renee yeah. Vincent. Oh, definitely gets the honorable mention. I liked everything Lee had to do in this episode. It was nice yeah. to your point. Like really nice to just see him in his goodness. And then that ultimate moment with Jimmy's mom, with Renee. Mm-hmm. Just go, oh, this is, this is it. All right, so are we going to spin a wheel? Are we spinning a wheel? I don't know how we how we do something lighthearted for the wheel after this episode, but we're going to try, damn it. No, this is fitting. Most likely oh. to become a teacher at their old high school. Interesting. Okay, so which, well, didn't Haley do exactly that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah, so. exactly. That's a no, duh. <laughs> Did any of us in real life go back to our high school and teach? I feel like you would. Hill. Yeah, you do fundraisers at your high school. I go back to my high school when I can. Y'all, yeah. I love school. I, that little ecosystem, cool. Yeah. All day. I got to go in yeah. on Thursday. I'm mentoring yeah, you the are. civics club. And we're doing, a, we're doing a short film on the Fiddler's Bridge murder. Oh. And these kids are doing like local folk tales. And I'm like, yeah, that's... That's an education, right? <laughs> Someone else can teach math. I'm going to teach like murder and ghost stuff. That feels That's, fun. Is that a real class? Murder and ghost stuff. I would sign up for that class. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 100%. an AP course. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a, a school, a, a class in the School of Communications at college where you're like, yeah, I want to learn folklore. Yeah. Um, I like going back to, to visit my high school. I've done that a couple of times and I went. Uh, pre-pandemic and spoke at this event at USC that was so fun and I got to see all my favorite professors like yeah I get I just get so excited when I get to see my teachers Mm -hmm. and I think it's really special when you get to invest in the places that you grew up in yeah you know who grew up and worked in a school is Colin Fickus who played Jimmy Edwards like Colin go he was working in a school Mm -hmm. um and now he works for Stockade Works, which is a film nonprofit up here, which is pretty much a school where it teaches people who mm. do like vocational jobs how to apply them to film. And so he's still in the process of teaching. That's full circle. It really is. So it's Colin. Colin for yeah. the real life. And um, Oh, sweet Jimmy. Oh, it's so sweet. I feel like we got to go teach a a class about podcasting or something. We should be guest lecturers somewhere. Oh, well, I'm doing an artist in action day uh, in like two weeks. They're like, they're like, Hillary, will you come give the keynote to a bunch of middle schoolers? And I'm terrified. They're so intimidating. I was like, like, what does it entail? And they're like, I don't know, whatever you think middle schoolers need to hear. And I'm like, what no No. like let me just light myself on fire real quick my god (laughs) i'll literally talk to any other age group middle schoolers are terrifying (laughs) guys i just walked up my my daughter was at a um 
we were all sort of like a house party, like an after basketball party. And she had gone upstairs with some of the, all the adults were hanging out downstairs. She'd gone upstairs with some of the girls. I walked up there to say goodbye to her because I was leaving. And I, I walk in the room. I'm, you know, knock, knock. Who is it? Oh, it's Miss Joy. I'm coming to say goodbye to Maria. Okay. I open the door. I walk in. It's like a, it's a, the room, all the lights are out, but the black lights are on and like oh, the, no. the like neon signs <laughs> oh, on the wall no. are on. Maria's across the room. So I have to walk through a gaggle of like 12 and 13 year old mm-hmm. girls to get to her. And I wasn't even thinking, I just walk in, I get halfway through the room and I'm like, I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> Middle school And scary. I just retreated. I didn't, I just shouted at her from across the room. I was like, I love you. Goodbye. And just retreated oh, out. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry to interrupt. <laughs> uh, there is nothing oh, cool man. you can do in middle school. High school's where it's at. Um, all right. Well, guys, we get to graduate so soon. So soon. I'm sad. I think it's in I'm the next episode. Yeah. All right. We're going to see your big speech. What is it? Season four, episode 20, the birth and death of the day. Oof. Jeez. Again. Maybe the birth is happy. Maybe Jamie comes. I don't yeah, know. yeah. I got high hopes. <laughs> I need to cling to some happiness here. Okay. Fingers crossed. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for hanging out. Ciao, Ooh. ciao. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See, see you, you next time. time. We're all High school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl. You could sit with us, girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. What is better than a beach vacay? An all-inclusive beach vacay with Cheap Caribbean Vacations, of course. Cheap Caribbean gets you more food, more drinks, and more fun for less. Plus, you can score $175 instant savings on beach favorites in Mexico, the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, Aruba, and the Bahamas for even more awesome savings. Book by April 1st, 2024, and learn more about doing your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Friends, it is the season of cheers. Shop the largest selection of wine, liquor, beer, mixers, and more delivered in as little as one hour. Oh, that's so easy. Mini Bar Delivery brings the wine and liquor store to the palm of your hand. As featured in Rolling Stone, People, the New York Times Magazine, their app is loaded with party essentials, gifts, cocktails, entertaining tips, and the perfect finishing touch to any life moment. And you'll get $10 off your first mini bar delivery order with code IHEART. Get mini bar delivery on the go, available on iOS or Android. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate. And having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, it makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth, no matter who you are. Mental health challenges can affect you. 
and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.